like being on a podcast even if it's like it just makes you feel i don't even know the word is just inspired yes okay roll the intro music tim you podcast check it out the tim you experience welcome guys back to tim talks i am joined by a very special guest my first female guest. Oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome. Talia or Abby? We'll go. Who, who do you want to go by? What do you want to call me? Abby. That's up to you. Okay, yeah. Abby. I have many names. <laughs> Not really. Just two. Just, just those it's two? It's also, it's Talia, but... Oh, Talia. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's my college name, so we'll stick to the high school one. <laughs> this is the last bit of me being here. Yeah, this is, this is yeah, like last time I'll see you in for a while. Ever. Ever, yeah, and I, never, I never want to see you again. Never. <laughs> so, Abby, how come you decided to undergo this changing of names? Um, that's actually that's an interesting question. I feel like a lot of people have wondered that. I've been getting a lot of questions about it. I think for me, so growing up, my name was always very popular, and I it just got more popular. The, more, the older I got, the more people I'd find with my name, and for some reason, that just it really annoyed me it was like because i mean and not that i'm trying to be like original and have the most unique name but i think when you hear a name and then you think of like oh yeah i know like you know seven ten other people who have that name it just i wished i was wished i had a more original name and so my middle name which was actually going to be my first name but my older sister didn't like it so my parents were like okay fine we'll put it as her middle name so um i was like i've always liked my middle name and some people they're like some people have been like, oh, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm just like, I like it a lot. So I was like, you know what? When I go to college, if I introduce myself as that, people will just, it wouldn't be as confusing to change it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to change my name. So that's kind of how it happened. So like you've like done all the official stuff? Actually, no. <laughs> well, I applied to colleges with my name as Talia. Um, and so all my documents that way have it on. But like on my driver's license, it just... It just says my whole name, so like my middle name is still there. I don't feel the need to to swap it because I have it in all my legal documents. It's still in my document. It's just not my first name, so it's still there. So it, I can use it. Like I can still sign as that and it not be like a legal issue. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So Abby, how did we meet? It was in uh, men's class, right? I'm trying to think. Was that the first time I met you? Um. Okay. Yeah. I guess it was that's weird so it was literally through class but that doesn't i feel like i i feel like i did i not see you anywhere else i guess not no uh, yeah i I think, so. I think i knew some of your friends so like like the cross-country team yeah mm-hmm. but no i yeah i think i officially met you in stats which was a very very interesting first place to meet considering that class was like the most chaotic class <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we did meet there. I'm trying to like remember the first. I don't even remember honestly the first day of school or anything. I don't remember class. I just remember. Go. I just. I. The only part of the first day of school that I remember is simply like getting there and being like, I'm a senior. <laughs> After that, I can't remember. It's really weird. I don't know. So I don't really remember. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember it. Um, I don't remember it. But I've asked you this a lot. But did you? What did you think? What grade I was? Okay, I think. So, here's the thing. <laughs> Stats is a class that usually seniors or sophomores take. And I knew you weren't a senior because I knew you weren't in my grade. So, oh, okay. I thought, I'm going to be honest, like, I thought you were a sophomore, but you mm-hmm. are more mature. Like, I would have 
thought you were a junior had it been a junior class, but no one really takes that junior year. So I, I, I'd have assumed. But I also thought you were a lot more mature, so I was, like, confused. Yes. I was like, you know. Because, yeah, in our class, I'd say we had some interesting people in there. But you definitely were on the more mature spectrum of things. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, in class, you were funny. But, like, when you, you're well-spoken, so that says a lot about a person, you know. Oh, thank you, Abby. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So, guys, what happened was we had this teacher, and she, like, <laughs> she was, like, never here. And it got to a point where she just, like, she just quit, right? Yeah, she quit. And then the thing is, like, apparently she's coming back next year. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's true, though. Because I was thinking maybe they haven't changed it on the schedule. But according to our friend, his brother is, um, like, taking her class. And I was like, poor him. I hope I hope she's <laughs> not, like, gone all the time. Yeah. 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 I actually... No offense, but I feel really bad for the people who take uh, Miss Haddock now, because she's also a stats teacher. No way. Like, they moved Dickerson down to only probability Why? honors. I, I, that's... I, I, I think she was a good teacher, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people didn't know, but... I mean, in the beginning, she, like, didn't really know what she was doing. Yeah, but that was also she was thrown in there. Yeah. I mean, like, I started to understand stuff. I started to do way better in that class. Second mm-hmm. semester, I know a lot of people struggled, but I think... Just not having, I just couldn't stand the way our last teacher taught with, like, she would just lecture us, and I, I couldn't do that. But after mm-hmm. that, once we started, like, doing things where we actually participated, I actually, like, fully understood everything, which was nice. Yeah, like, um, I'll be honest, like, during the first, like, two weeks of our stats class, it was, like, I dreaded going to it every day. Cause was same. I knew, I was like, no. I knew, like, no one in there, and the only person <laughs> yeah. I knew was on the opposite side. Who did you, oh, right, right, he said yeah. it to me, I think. Oh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, that's so funny. Yeah, but in between our two <laughs> teachers, me and Abby had a special, we had a special, like, relationship. Yeah, in, we really bonded over that whole procedure couldn't yeah. think of it actually had that not happened i don't think we would have been as close i mean we would have but not as close i don't yeah. think so, yeah because you were like coming into my third period and we'd like make plans yeah oh my goodness that was, feels like an eternity ago that, yeah that felt so long ago doesn't yeah. it but like that mm-hmm. was like a few months ago that's it that's yeah. crazy oh, that was t- fun times time really flies yeah it does so miss silver here is a great athlete <laughs> so but you go to the gym like a lot right oh yeah yeah probably i'd say six days a week oh really? gotta take a rest day because it's actually more important than people realize like once you do the i mean i learned a little bit about it through i don't know i know you haven't even asked me a question i could just talk forever but it's fine, it's fine. no go on <laughs> um i learned about it through coach hassel our running coach but taking a rest day and letting your muscles actually recover like helps you more than you realize so I, I think I got stuck in the mindset a while ago where no days off and that would be true of like everything. So it'd be violin, school, exercise, you know, like going to the gym, just all my goals. It was like I in my head, it was like I have to do that 24 <laughs> seven, seven days a week, like quite literally if I'm not I'm failing a life like that's the mindset I had. Not that I still don't have that because I'm I would say I'm a driven person, but sometimes it can harm you because <laughs> You don't let yourself take a break. It's like you constantly feel like you have to have a plan of what you're doing, do something that is going to help you in the future. Like that's kind of how my mindset is. But I will say taking time for yourself and not, I mean, going to the gym, like that is something I actually really enjoy. So I wouldn't say it's like 
something I'm just like dreading, but I make myself do. But taking time just to actually let your body and your brain like rest, it helps so much. So yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I go, I go six days a week. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Our, I remember our quote. It was like, uh, "You never regret going to the gym." It's so right? true, right? You yeah. when you go to the gym, you know, you you don't feel like going. Maybe you're not having the best day, but when you leave the gym, there's never a time you're like, oh, I wish I just didn't go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. So, course. you know, you made a good so, decision by getting there. Yeah, that's true. But, um, okay, so I know you did, you're a runner. You did cross country and track. Yes. It was like, I know those, that's like the hardest sports, right? Some of the yeah, hardest sports. yeah. I mean, that's very controversial. I know a lot of people are like, that everyone chooses their own sport, I'd say. But I would say cross country, I think the mindset behind it is probably one of the hardest things because you really you you gotta want it and you gotta put in the work it's not something you just see yourself getting faster you know one week you just have to like have the mindset and have a goal in mind which is why i love it so much because i think it really helps people um it helps you become more disciplined i'd say and just in all areas of life so mm-hmm. I, I love that about that. And I, I like the, I mean, I love track too, but I will say the team atmosphere of cross country and how you work together as a team in order to get to where you want to be. I think that's, and that's true of a lot of sports, but I think that's something that's so underrated. Yeah. As a, because people think of it, they're like, oh, you just run. But no, there's so much more to it. I, I, I love it. I think it's, I think it's great. You yeah. run too, so you yeah. know what it's like. It's like the placements and like, right. like how you all get points and stuff. And once you learn, it's actually, I didn't realize before, you know, I started like before I was on a team how it worked and how it's quite literally important for everyone to place as high as they can because as a team you're getting more points and I think that's kind of cool. So, yeah, cause track was very like individual, right? For like a per person, I think and it's good though to have both. It's kind of like a season of each thing, so you have something new to bring when you come yeah. back from one of the seasons. That's true, that's true, yeah. So, many of you guys may know Abby from like social media, plug in your Instagram really quick. <laughs> Talia Silver. Uh huh. And um, <laughs> we'll promo yeah, it's just a. I don't know it's like a great place, and a not great place at the same time. Yeah. Like the people on there, they can. There's like so many different types of people. Like oh my goodness, there is so many. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. For starters, I would say this is something I've thought about a lot, but the way. So okay, when you go to our school, I'd say it's a pretty big school. Well, I mean, yeah. it's public school, so it's you know, it's not your average like private school size where where it's it's big enough where everyone can know who everyone is but not know them well is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. and i think that comes with a lot of um issues because a lot of people you know they'll follow you in instrument instagram because you go to the same school you might be in the same grade and you might have you know who each other are but you really don't know anything about them and i think when you post stuff online it often can come across wrong to people who don't know you. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about like offending people, but I think a lot of people, I think this happens a lot with girls, especially they just don't like someone without knowing them at all. And, and I'm just like, it makes me sad. Cause I'm like, why are you judging someone when you actually don't know them? You just saw something, how they said something online and you're like, Oh, that's so annoying. And I think that happens like so much. I know it's happened to me. I got, I think in high school a lot, I got people, they were always calling me fake because I was, I try to be a nice person, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I think for people who don't know me, they think it's like a, an appearance I put on or something I put on a front, basically, when genuinely I'm not trying to just be like that. I just genuinely like don't like having issues. And if I see someone who maybe 
you know, they're not a part of a friend group or something, like, I'll go talk to them and, uh, instead of being with everyone I know. Because I think it's important. Like, I've been there before. And I think that comes off wrong a lot when people don't know people. And social media does not help with that at all. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a big issue with it. I mean, it's great, too, though. I, think, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with social media when it comes to connecting with people. I just think people are quick to judge people that they don't even know. So it's kind of annoying. And, like, exaggerate Oh, stuff. my goodness. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, I think for me... So Snapchat, I think, is, like, the one place where on my private story, maybe I'll post, like, funny things or a lot of how I feel about mm-hmm. things. However, when it comes to, like, TikTok and Instagram and things... I feel like some people over, not overshare, but they just make things so much more dramatic than they really are. And I, well, I think TikTok is, and I'm not saying people can't do this. It's up to them. You know, you, you can do what you want to do at the end of the day, but it's like, you don't really have to just put everything out there or cry about, like, I understand I've, I've cried about things, but I'm not going to put it on there and be like explaining to everyone who doesn't even know the full situation, like random people about the situation that they don't know what actually happened and just be like, oh, it's not fair. Like this friend group did this, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, that happens to everyone, but I don't think that's a place to put it because things never are told the right way or perceived the right way, I feel like, through social media. So I just think sometimes, I don't know, I think people are a bit dramatic when it comes to those sort of things. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you won't like know like the full story right. from just social media. You need both sides, like exactly. from, like one to one talking. And it's like, what what does that do for you? Like sitting there, posting something or being like, can't believe I ever was friends with that. Like, what does that do? What, what are you helping? You know, like mm-hmm. we all have those sort of issues. So I just feel like people need to be better at. I don't know. I think it would just there'd be less issues for them if they didn't post those sort of things about their other issues. I don't know. Do you want to say the name and I'll censor it? Well, no, not even. I don't want to. I don't, I'm very, I try to stay drama free. But I mean, I will say like for me this summer, this is kind of a bit different. But this summer I have not, I hate the word dropped friends. I think that's just a ridiculous way to put it. I just hang out less with a lot of people because I will say that who your friends are, you end up becoming like. And yeah. I, I used to think that's not true i was like no that's i'm i don't have that problem like i know my beliefs blah blah blah. but at the end of the day it it happens so gradually you don't even you don't notice but other people around you can notice i mean i've had my brother talk to me about things and he'd be like things that happened to him that he you know he wished he didn't do or something or he'd be like you know i can i noticed this about you now and i'm like i actually appreciate someone telling me that because it's kind of like a wake-up call yeah and i mean i also think that this being my last real summer here, not having like an internship or something after college, um, it doesn't make sense to spend it with people who genuinely like, they don't really, their best interest isn't, I don't know. Like I have, I've, I would say like now I hang out with like 10 people and opposed to during school, I, I had a pretty big friend group, I would say. So I had a lot of different people I'd hang out with, but you know, things happen and um, I could just tell what sort of people they were and maybe they didn't have the best goals in mind or any goals. And I was like, what's that going to do? How's that going to help me this summer if I'm hanging out with people who literally just want to have fun and that's it? And I don't think having fun, there's a problem with that. But that being your only goal for summer, I do think that's a problem because that's like three months of your life. You could be doing something useful too. So I agree with you like a lot on that. Yeah. Like, I think I'm very ambish- ambitious. Oh yeah, for and, sure. And like, I just want I want to be like people who are like me. Exactly. I don't want to get dragged down. See, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that you having that 
going into your junior year, not even your senior year, is really helpful because this year I I had to learn a lot about that myself because I just, I kind of like didn't, I don't know, I got a bit carried away with just doing whatever with whoever and being like, well, okay, they're like that, but with me it's different. But no, at the end of the day, like whatever they're like, they're like that. You're not by yourself going to change them unless you're around people who are like you and it's them. But if it's just mm-hmm. you and then everyone who's like them, chances are you're the one who's ending up changing, not them. Yeah, you are your five closest friends. You've probably heard that a lot. Yeah, but and I think that's so true. That's really true. So pick yeah. them wisely, because mm-hmm. a lot of people my age, our age, I think don't think about their future enough. And then they come to a point where they're about to go to college. Like, I don't really know what I want to do. And I understand it's hard, but like, you got to spend some time your senior year, some time your summer thinking about it and sitting there and making goals. Otherwise, that's on you. It's not just your parents' fault or you're just that indecisive. I'm indecisive, but I've had time to think, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think people just, they can't, I, I think too many excuses are made. I think kids our age make way too many excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, you see on TikTok these days, oh, well, um like it's okay to it's okay to what what do i see i think i see stuff about like it, it, maybe your body's just telling you you don't need to work out or you need to rest which i understand to a point but that doesn't mean become lazy or it's like maybe you're just you you need a break from everything just go and do nothing no like to an extent give yourself time but then be like all right once i've done that i'm gonna get back and get into a routine and don't make these stupid excuses that makes me upset because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people these days make way too many excuses. Yeah. And it's, it's a problem. Yeah. I think yeah. part of that is from, like, social media and, like, TikTok. There's, like, so many, like, negative people on mm. there. And, yeah. like, just, I don't know, try to spend, like, less time on it and stuff. Yeah. I actually set some time limits for myself um, this year, this summer. It's good. Because it's, good. it's really good. Because then I'm just like, all right, well, I already spent that much time. So that's on me. <laughs> now i got to go figure out what else to do, you know. But mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. It's helped a lot. Yeah, my dad told me that like mental health is probably like super important, especially in this age right now. And anything that like negatively affects your mental health, you should just like stop doing it because it's not even a question about no, it. No, I agree with that. And I think something that is a big problem with social media is that it talks so much about mental health, but yet sometimes the problem is the platform itself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of kind of an issue with it. Yeah. Hey Abby, what is? Do you have, okay? First off, do you have any advice for like me and the listeners on this podcast? They're probably like my grade going to junior year high school. Okay. Our high school, yeah. So yeah, actually, um, well, I know for you, you you got your head screwed on right. So like you know, you got a plan. I'm sure you're taking great classes this year, but I will say, um, so junior year for me was definitely the most rigorous, and it got stressful at times. But in my head, something I always reminded myself was that I am like doing this so that my future, I can do what I want and what I love for, you know, 10, 20 years. And so it's like, yes, you might be sacrificing a year that's a little bit and and you'll still have fun. You'll still find things to do. Mm -hmm. You'll still make time. But yes, it might be sacrificing some of your time to spend a little bit more time studying or doing things that not everyone in your grade is going to do. But that's going to put you so far ahead it's so worth it. And I think a lot of people just think now and here now, but you got to think about the mindset of what, why you're doing it and the things that's going to help you with in the future. So just having that and yeah, it'll get hard, but if you have that sort of positive mindset, it's going to make it go a lot 
more smoothly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Positive mindset is like everything. Oh, it is so much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's make or break your day, honestly. You mm-hmm. just decide. I read, I read something. I can't remember how the quote went, but it was saying, you always have a choice. Um, how I can't, I don't even know. I'm not going to try to quote it, but it basically was saying that you have the choice whether you're going to make your day. If something happens and you could be like, all right, it's going to be a horrible day now because this didn't go how I thought it was going to go. Or you could just be like, all right, this didn't go how I thought it was going to go. But am I going to let it affect the rest of my day? No, you still have, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of your day to go. So just, yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. Like these, like this next year will determine like the next like 60 years exactly. of your life or something like that. When you look at it like that, you're like, all right, I can, I can do a year of hard hard work hard because it's not that it's one year one year mm-hmm. or the rest of your life you know this is really yeah. an important year i don't think a lot of people stress about it enough mm-hmm. not like stress like actually get stressed out but i mean like focus on making sure it's it's you know they're using their time wisely like emphasize this like the importance of like right. what you have to do right and it really will help you with i mean senior year if you're junior year if you really do work hard senior year First semester is a bit hard because you're applied in colleges and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not that bad. And then you really do get a bit of a break second semester. So it's definitely worth it mm-hmm. working hard this year. Yeah. I definitely know about like your class and like, like how just, you know, no, second semester and summer, you guys have all done, like done your own things. Right. Just like, just have, just, you know, just chilled. Right. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, you can let yourself do that knowing that you worked hard and stuff. So I think you'll get to the point where. I think even second semester of junior year, I kind of was like, I mean, it was it was even harder, I think, personally, because, you know, you're getting ready for AP exams, all this stuff, it's stressful. Mm-hmm. But knowing that you got through the first one and knowing that you're close to senior year, it's kind of like a, it's like a midway where you're like, all right, I can do this, like, I'll be okay. Yeah. And I think playing a sport or, you know, as we do, that, like, gives you a bit of a relief, too, between stuff, so that'll help a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like exercising is so important. It does release endorphins, so good for you. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's why your mind, uh, your when you when you do any form of exercise afterwards, you are happier whether you realize it or not. Like it just because you're releasing endorphins after that, and so your brain is just mm-hmm. a lot happier. <laughs> I'm interested. Do you read a lot? Oh, uh, that's uh, people always think I do. I think I I read. I do read a lot. I wouldn't say I read for enjoyment. Although, if I I like to read for um, knowledge, so oh, nice. I actually enjoy that. But I will not read a fiction book. Like if you put one in front of me and it doesn't help me out in any way, it's not going to be read. It's not real. No, yeah. I just think for me, I I'm so conscious of my time that if I'm going to sit down and read a book, it better be I better be getting something out of it because I'm not just going to sit there and read a storyline. I don't even I don't even watch movies. I wish I it's, liked movies, but I don't. I don't like movies. They like take so long. Yeah, and, and then I'm just like. The amount of I see this is kind of a it's a downfall of mine, but I'm just in that time and like the amount of other things I could do. That's more productive. Yeah. Yeah. So like you can be productive without like doing something you don't like to do. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. That's true. That's a good point. So yeah. <laughs> books are great though. I recommend reading. Oh so good for any you. any books you recommend specifically? Hmm. Uh I actually read this book called Pound the Stone. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's a great book. It's it's about this boy who um, he basically wasn't going to be able to play basketball because he got he I forgot exactly what he did, but um, he got in trouble. His coach was like, you're not playing unless you go this summer and do one of those book sales where you go to people's doors, knock on their door, sell them a book, mm-hmm. you know, those sort of things. So he had to go away to this <clears throat> 
town he wasn't from because you're not allowed to do it in your own town because you know you know people and he stayed at this old couple's house and he would go and sell these books and uh, he so the the couple that he stayed with they just they just like every night would talk about what he did that day and and they did they just like connected everything he did with a lesson and reading a book is like you're reading all the lessons he's learning so you're reading all these lessons Mm -hmm. in that book i it's just like i think about it a lot i think about the fact that so um there's a quote about a stone what are they called the people that that like chisel away at big rocks i can't think of what that's called sculptors yes 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 okay. so it's about a sculptor and it's saying that he will pound a stone 99 times without seeing a difference but that 100th time will be the time like he that piece falls off and i think that's so it's so good to put into our lives because often you have to do something so many times before you even see a single bit of results or before you it pays off you know before mm-hmm. you you might have to study for something, an AP exam, for two months before you actually realize you passed that exam or something. Or, you know, you work out before you see those results or you get faster, you know? Yeah. So I think you just have to have that mindset where, like, I am doing something that will pay off, even though you can't always see it. So, I, just, yeah, it's a great book. Just Tom's never done. never give up, right? Never give up. It's good. Recommend it's good. it, though. Abby, is there anything that you regret? Hmm. In high school or just in general? Both. Um, like since you're like about to leave for college and I would say, I wouldn't say there's anything I regret. I would say there's things I might've done a bit differently. There's a time in high, in, well, I would say even, uh, this last semester of school, I kind of, I didn't get off track of school, but I kind of just got off track with my morals, just like the things, not not the things I did necessarily, but I just started hanging out with people a lot that didn't really have as many goals in mind in their life. And I think it started to rub off on me. Mm-hmm. So there was a time where I kind of was very, I wasn't very productive. I kind of just did whatever. And thankfully it wasn't that long because I kind of caught myself. I was like, all right, what, what, what's going on? But people yeah. did notice. My close friends who were not in that group. I mean, I don't, I, I don't even I'll say Matt, like Matt, you know, I go to the gym with him sometimes. Yeah. And I remember talking to him at the gym about it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I noticed something was up. And so I think I just regret the way I went about that part of my semester. But it did also teach me a lot. So I wouldn't say I regretted it. I would say I would have just changed how I did, how I did some things then. But I wouldn't, I try to always think about something before I do it and make sure I wouldn't regret it. Mm-hmm. That's it's yeah. great. Yeah. So I'm pretty conscious about that, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I will say the only thing I probably regret is just the amount of stress I put on myself. Oh yeah, because it's it's unnecessary sometimes, but it's like, hard not to. Were you like doing too much? Or yeah, like- well, no, I wouldn't say. I mean, I'm glad <laughs> I did what I did. I just think that I would over, you know, I would I like there were some times where I would not go to something at night because I was like, all right, no, if I do that, then I'm just gonna be anxious the whole time I'm there. If I have a test tomorrow or something, I should go home and study, and mm-hmm. then I'd go home and not study because I, I don't need to like i already was ready so why would i do that so i just regret not living a bit more towards yeah. the end of high school because it wasn't that bad but other than that not really like yeah of course you need you need to work hard <coughs> you should work hard what happened to my voice we, oh my gosh need some water here. <laughs> i'll get some in a second but like make sure you have fun too right because right. this is like this is like once in a lifetime it is so. because you're not you know you're living under your parents roof they're yeah. there to support you. They'll help you if you make a mistake, and you're not. 
you're not supporting yourself with your own funds and stuff so it is okay to live a bit you know while you have the chance because mm-hmm. after high school and college you know you're kind of like that's it you need to know what you're doing you know you gotta have a plan for yourself so yeah it's definitely not a bad time to live a bit mm-hmm. i also respect like your morals like you are like christian yes yeah very and- so Mm-hmm. and like like don't drink and stuff no. like, and all that stuff like, and when i tell people that they honestly never believe me and i don't exactly know why but i'm like i just i'm not I'm, i never have and i honestly don't think i it's not that i don't think i never will so i can say oh i've never drunk blah 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 i just like where i am at life in life i don't see the need to drink i don't believe in i mean not that every i think a lot of people just do it to have fun and i understand that however i also don't I don't like artificial happiness. Yeah. And I think when you get used to that, it's something you go to, to, you're like, all right, well, if I can't be happy, I'll just go do that. And I do think it's something over time that just, that's just how you think. And so personally for me, it's just easier if I don't ever do that. I'm never going to have to worry about having those sort of thoughts. So it's, it's very personal to me. And I think a lot of times when I talk about it with people, they think I'm trying to tell them not to do it. I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. That's not my place. I'll share how I feel about it. And that is how I feel about it. Same with, you know, smoking, getting high, all that sort of stuff. Just never... Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to have a good high school experience to do any of that. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people think you do. But, I mean, I never did. And I still had a great time, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's like... It's kind of like taking the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Would you see it? Very much so. And I think people, they're like... I've just gotten... I used to care a lot what people thought about me. Mm-hmm. And I think junior and senior year, I just, for some reason, my mindset kind of just switched. I was like, why, why does it matter? Like, these are people I probably won't even see. I mean, some people, yes, I, I really want to stay in contact with. But three-fourths of the people I'm never going to see again, never going to yeah. talk to again, have no relevance to me, like their opinions. So why would I care? As long as I know I'm being a good person and... Yeah, we're still going. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. As long as I know that I'm, you know, being a good person, not as long as I'm not judging people and I know that I'm doing my best to be nice to people because I do think that's underrated. I don't think people are... I, people at school, like, why are people rude for no reason? I will never understand that. It's it's always with themselves, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you kind of, like... I give them, like, the benefit of the doubt if they're, like, ever, like, just rude. Like, oh, bad day, probably. Right. right. So... And I think for me, it's not... I don't... If people are rude to me, I'll brush it off. But I, it makes me so sad to see people rude to other people. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That just is so sad. I'm just like, why? Just... There's no reason. But yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. There's like a lot of like girls or like just people in general. They like... They won't like you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like... But it's like you haven't... You weren't like mean to them or anything. No. It's just... I feel like a lot of people don't like me. I mean, I know you weren't talking about me specifically. Specific, I can't say that word. That's too... Specific specifically that's so hard to say but i do feel like i have i don't know i've heard a lot of people being like yeah they don't like you and i'm like what do you want i can't do anything about mm-hmm. that so i just okay yeah. it's like i'm sorry i don't know wait yeah. that brings in another question like if someone was say like talking bad about you would you want to know or would you just like ignorance is bliss um i don't really mind either way i think it happens so like i know it probably does you know it happens if I know, what's it going to really help? Like, I don't mm. know. I'm not going to go to them and be like, why'd you say that? Yeah. So, it, it doesn't really affect me either way. I'm just okay. kind of like, I know it's going to happen. That's just a part of going to school. You yeah. Just, so, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really change anything for me. I think for me, 
I would like to know because then I'll know to like respect that person a little bit less mm. for doing that. Okay, that's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I will say respect. I won't judge people, but I have different levels of respect for different people. That's yeah. just kind of, you know, you see how they're living their life, and it's like it, some people. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, like where when you're gonna have that realization where I need to like make some goals or something, and I think that's sad. A lot of people don't have any goals or know what they want to do with their lives and I I don't know I feel like at the end of the day it's like you don't really have excuses we all had like similar opportunities in high school in my opinion yeah and TCC to FSU I think that's a great program and I for most people I'm pretty I don't know exactly how it works but I'm pretty sure like it's pretty easy to get in to that program like I don't know if you know like TCC to FSU yeah um, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you work at it, of course, you, you'll get in. Right. You'll pay so, off. So it's like everyone probably in our high school, I would say, probably would have that opportunity. So I think mm-hmm. like that's like something anyone should do. If they don't have a plan with their lives, that seems like a good idea. Because that gives you two years to be at TCC to kind of figure out what you want to do before you swap. So I feel like people feel bad for themselves and then kind of just like get in the slump of, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to do anything with my life or go to college. I'm like, it's sad to me because there's so, many pot- so much potential in people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> okay, me and Abby just took a little water break. <laughs> but, um, I want to ask you, so tell me some about, like, your goals. Okay. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Well, my goals, I feel like they change on the daily. So, I mean, I have my goals for the future, but my my everyday goals, those, those are pretty... What's the word? They fluctuate. I will say for the future... So I actually was at a conference um, last week or two weeks ago. Um, it was very last minute. I did not really know what to expect or what I was going to. It's called um, Christians United for Israel. Mm-hmm. I'm Jewish, which you know. I don't know if people listening know, but now they know. Um, and I'm also a Christian, and that's something people, honestly, they always do not understand that in the slightest bit. Um, but it's called a Messianic Jew, which is literally a Jew who believes in both the Old and New Testament and believes Jesus died on the cross. So it, I am Christian. So I went to this conference. Um, my brother, he actually was going and I heard about it and I was like, all right, well, I, I want to go too. Very last minute, ended up going uh, probably the best five days of my life, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was like the most eye-opening and life-changing experience. It wasn't really a Bible conference or anything like that. It was more about politi- the political side of Israel and the... Um, kind of the way the church kind of uh, most of the church kind of neglects to help Israel or even teach about it and so this organization it's a massive organization I mean they have very big connections with a lot of political people Ted Cruz like all, all sorts of people mm-hmm. um, I mean the president of the actual organization is best friends with Trump like they're it's a, and he was there, not Trump, um, the president. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I got to go to the Capitol um, in D.C., Capitol Hill, and actually speak there, which was honestly such a cool experience. And, you know, you're speaking in front of representatives and senators and all sorts of people who, they have a lot of power to change things. And so after going to that conference and learning about so much and just the political side of things and how we need to help Israel as a, as a country, I decided there and then that I wanted to work part-time with them when I'm older. So it kind of like changed a lot for me because for years I've always been like, all right, 
my plan, go to college, then go to med school, become a doctor. That was it, always it. And that's like a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I had this like wake-up call that like that was not what I was supposed to do. Like that was something I just wanted to do. And so I never thought about what actually what I'm here to do until I went there. So I actually am going to be working part-time with them in the future after after I'm done with school and stuff, which is going to be really cool because I have a lot of, like, I, I actually got a few interviews through mm-hmm. just being there. They wanted to hear, you know, my story because I've had family die in the Holocaust. So for me, the biggest part is, like, uh, anti-Semitism. I think it's a real issue, just like any racism. I just think that it's also often, like, neglected. Mm-hmm. I've had people say to me, well, it's it's not really race, racist to say stuff like that because y- Jewish people don't have, like, a certain look, so it doesn't count. And I'm like, what? Like, how did you come to that? Where did you get that idea? So I really want to do my part to to speak against it and stand up for it. Um, so I, I there was actually YouTube there. I think his name is Sam. He has a family vlogging channel. He has a 2.5 million subscribers. And he did an interview with me, which will be out in a week. So by the time this is out, you can go watch his inter- my interview, if you want, okay, on his channel. I think it's Sam-, Sam and Nia. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I-, I just had these opportunities. So one of my goals is to work part-time for them. Um, I also really, uh, more of like goals closer to right now. I think... I want to what's the word I just want to do more I, I want to start I've had so many goals for myself that I want to start looking to see what I can do small things to just help people in the world I think that's like something that's a bit overlooked sometimes like TikTok is all about personal this personal that blah 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 like it's all it's all self-absorbed and I feel like I sometimes can be self-absorbed not like in a cocky way or anything but just like in my own goals so i just want to spend more time thinking about what i can do to just do my part to help society and stuff like that mm-hmm. if that makes sense that Which was is, kind of a rant no <laughs> it's fine it's fine that's what you're here for yeah, yeah. but so this like conference this like trip mm-hmm. like i'm curious do you well do you think like it was like god called you to like that trip actually i re- that was the first time in my life I think God like literally spoke to me where I could understand what was going on because I have never I didn't even the only thing I knew about it was what it stood for that was the only thing I've never gone to anything where I didn't do any sort of research or know what I was getting myself into but I was like no I should go like and it wasn't like a want like oh yay this is gonna be like such a fun trip I mean it was fun but it wasn't that sort of feeling I was just like I think I need to be there and I'm I mean the connections I made the people I met are things that could really help me in the future i mean i i have um one of mark arabia's friends <laughs> like he literally is like i want to start working with you in florida to do things and he like was with mark arabia that day stuff like that i was just having all these like little connections that were they were just so interesting and i was like okay god has a plan for my life and i feel like he was starting to move and it was like it was no longer what do i want my life to look like but because at the end of the day i just want to do what god wants me to do because mm-hmm. i do believe if i'm doing that i will be happy and like i just have a feeling it's it's i just know that he has a plan and i know it's not exactly what i thought it was but i feel him like guiding me to what it is so yeah it definitely was a god okay god thing that's good like you meant like Meeting new people is always like a great experience. Oh, yeah. love, love and you like people. you must have met so many new people. <laughs> so many. That's great. It that's was great. yeah. No, I met 
honestly some pretty amazing people i met a lot of i met a lot of young people who've done some pretty amazing things you know they bring in speakers who it's very it just makes you realize like how much there is to go out and do and it makes me excited to not be in high school anymore (laughs) just because like i think i'm done with the whole sitting in classroom and i don't even need to be there no that's I mean, I get it. You have to do it. But that is one thing that annoyed me about school. There's so much time where I was like, I, like I'm not even learning. Like, is this necessary? Here? Right. Which is why mm-hmm. I love dual enrollment classes. Those things are great. Recommend them highly. I think, I don't know why. Okay, I know everyone, and everyone probably listening to this is taking all APs, not even dual enrolling. But I got, like, I could, I'm almost graduating with my AA from just dual enrolling. And those classes are not pointless. Like, you just get to the material... The professor gets to what you need to talk about and that's it and you do your work it's not like this all right well i just got to fill in the rest of my time so let's sit here and read go over it all like it, that's why i love those classes and i really i've done research i don't think colleges look at them and are like oh why'd you do that not an ap class because they're like okay so you've been you've done college stuff you're you're used to it mm-hmm. so i think they're underrated yeah yeah like i know they like look at like they like internships and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Internships are With, great. Like, companies and, yeah. I think, yeah, that's... If you can look into after junior year, that's a great thing to do between junior and senior year because they really focus in a lot of that sort of time of your life. So if you can find an internship and you know something around what you want to do with your life or you have a, a general idea of what direction you're going in, then internships are a great idea. Plus... It's like a job, but it's not as much time usually as a job. So it's like a great way to spend your summer, but still have your own time. So it's a good, good thing to do. I recommend. Okay. You have to recommend me one next summer. Yeah, I will. Okay. That's great. That's great. Now, Abby, I know you're asked this a lot. Oh yeah. But this, how about about this time? This will be your last time you (laughs) answer this question. (laughs) And next time someone asks you, you just tell them to listen to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, first, what college are you going to? So I'm going to Liberty University in Virginia, which is... It's far. It's like, four, I don't even know exactly how far, but I think it's like 14 hours. So it's, it's a good distance oh, wow. away. Yeah. Sadly. It's kind of sad. But, you know, I think it's good to be far. Well, not necessarily far, but I think I needed to branch out of Florida. Because had I stayed here, if, okay, I thought about this a lot. And if I didn't live in Tallahassee, I would have gone to FSU. But I just didn't want to stay here and see the same thing over and over again. Like, I feel like for me to be successful, I needed to, like, branch out, live my own. Yes. I don't know. Like yeah, the, the world is like so much bigger. Exactly, than, you think. than this little place. Yeah, than, like I'd feel like if I if I went to school here, I'd end up like getting a job here, and that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to live here. Yeah, I want to be like free, you know. Right. Just, yeah. Like my own yeah. boss or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah. I'm speaking of that, so I was gonna go to med school uh, after college, and I know for people there, everyone has said this to me, and it kind of actually annoys me. They're like, oh, it doesn't even matter. Just you're gonna change your major, major like a million times, so it doesn't. It's not that important. But for me, it's it is because being in college. I mean, I'm not paying. Thankfully, I, I got a lot of scholarship. I have. I'm not. So it's not like I'm paying to be there. But you still you work hard to be there. And what annoys me so much is some people. They're just pretty relaxed about it, and they're like, well, I might end up changing major a million times, but like I'll figure it out by the end. But you still have to take. You might have had to take classes that were completely irrelevant if you keep on changing your major and i don't want to have to do that that's i'm not trying to end up with wisdom in all areas i mean i think that's great but i'd rather focus in and know one area really well mm-hmm. so i am not going the medical school route however i'm still doing that. so i'm doing my major is exercise science with a specialty in fitness and i'm minoring in, in business mm-hmm. so 
my dream my entire life I didn't really think it was realistic but I always wanted to open my own gym have like a juice bar in it I have like I have big plans like literally like sat and thought these things out not just like us like it's very thought out and so that was that was like my that's my dream life like doing that working part-time with something else because I want to do something really meaningful so that would have been this other organization where I'd be you know advocating for Israel and going to a lot of different events for that which I think would be really cool so having those part-time jobs I could I could that would work being a doctor I wouldn't really be able to do anything else and also I mean I think being a doctor is incredible but I want to have a family and I want to have time to be with them and when my kids are growing up I want to really be around for them Mm -hmm. and you know be able to guide them because I don't I think I will they will go to probably a public school by high school but I think it's like if you're really close with your kids it's not a problem I think if you're just living your own life and they're living their own life that's when you know I don't know how things are gonna go so I'm pretty excited for my future plans I think I've talked to a lot of people about kind of what I want to do and my brother he also he has a I forgot exactly what his major is but he's he already owns a business so he's I mean he's like a been an entrepreneur from a young age very successful and so he's helped me a lot and he's gonna help me get to where I want to be too so I feel like I I feel like it'll happen like I just I have a feeling if you work hard and you really have a goal in mind then I do think that you can you can get to it so I'm I'm very excited actually for my future so I'm like it the beginning of this year I was not but mm-hmm. come to now I'm very excited which I'm glad about so yeah yeah, that's that's amazing. Like I've, I've like watched this journey from like yeah. being like kind of stressed. Like, oh my college. goodness, you know, you've and seen then, like, me at my stressed out moments. Yeah, coming into class some days. I, there was a few days I came in and I just like, I don't know. I went through a time in in school where I was so overwhelmed because I just like, mm-hmm. I had some anxiety about am I doing what I should do in my future. Is like I just like being a doctor for me. I was was like, my grandpa. That's he's a doctor. He that's kind of it was like very not pushed upon but like oh if you're a doctor then you're set which is yes if you're a doctor you know you're going to be financially stable you know you've got a good job and doctor being i mean it's hard to get there so if you got there that's pretty amazing Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it's for everyone and it doesn't mean that if you're smart you need to be that for sure like it's still at the end of the day i want to wake up and do something i love to do not do something i was good at or something like that so i'm I'm pretty excited yeah like there's like doc. There's definitely doctors out there who are doing it just for the money. Right. But like, it'd be much better to have a doctor who's like doing it for the fulfillment because he like. And and I think a lot. And my sister, she's um in med school right now, and she's becoming a doctor. She genuinely loves it, and she loves mm-hmm. med school. I mean, it's hard, but she loves it. It's what she loves. You can tell the passion from her. And I think, I don't know if that's really what I wanted to do. I was just kind of following in a family line of footsteps, you know. Mm-hmm. And so once I kind of. And I think it stressed me out a lot because I, it wasn't even school that stressed me out, but it was like always the next thing in life that really like scared me so much. But now that I have like my own idea and it's like my own thing, I feel like so much less stressed out. I just feel like ready to conquer the world. No, not the world, but yeah. (laughs) Yes, the world. (laughs) Yeah, the whole world. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited. I've said that so many times. I just am like actually excited finally and I haven't. The whole semester, I don't think I once said that I was excited for the rest of my future. Like, ever. So, I'm glad I finally got to a place where I feel like I found something I want to do. Yeah, like, you still have, like, so much life left to live. I know. And to enjoy and experience. It's exciting. It's, it's, yeah. It's crazy, because I feel like, 
after you graduate, like the moment I graduated, it was the weirdest feeling. I was like, okay, so I'm never going back to school. Mm-hmm. I don't just sit in class where they tell me what to do. Now I actually have to like decide what classes I want to take. Not just like, oh, you have to fill these requirements, but like, what do you want to do with yourself in your life? So it was a weird feeling. It was like, I just felt, I, I, I genuinely felt different. And I don't think everyone was having this, but I like walked out of graduation like, I cried during the graduate, like the ceremony, not because I was sad to graduate with everyone, but I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with myself? Like I freaked out. I was just sitting in the seat. I honestly don't even know what anyone was saying up there on the stage. I was so stressed out at that moment. And no one, this is the first time I even said that, but like, it was okay to cry because everyone else just thinks so. Like she's sad she's leaving high school, but it was like, oh my God, like I have to figure, I have to get my life together. It was, it was scary, but it's okay. It's been a good gr- growing summer, grown a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're. I know, like the journey to like someone's like I guess downfall. Can, mm-hmm. It's like a very long time, I guess, in the building. But to like rise back up again to be strong, it can happen so fast. Yeah, that is and, so like, true. So I think it's, it's also like um, there was this quote. It was like when you're climbing a mountain, you know, all you can do is go up. But once you get to that point the rest is downhill from there and it was basically saying like once you get i mean i'm not near that point of being at the top of the mountain but when you get to a point in life where like you're where you want to be you've you know you've achieved the things you want to do it's like don't take that for granted and just like trust in god still still be humble still know your you know it took you what it took for you to get there so you can just you, you don't just end up falling and just being like oh well i did all this so i'm good now you know you still gotta live your life and be you know i don't know just you can't ever just feel like you're better than other people so yeah something i i always want to live by yeah an anecdote from that is uh i know there's like there's like some roman emperor he like he had like everything he wanted he like basically had like the whole world in his hands right Mm. but he always had like a guy right next to him telling him you're just a man you're just a man Mm. you're just a man see and like and i think that's important it is so easy when you do something or you're just feeling like you finally achieved something to be like not to feel like you're better than everyone else, but just feel that like a little bit. It's just like it, it just you just have this feeling in you, and you can take it and run. And it, you know, you have to. I think being humble is probably one of the best attributes to have. You just you can't go wrong being humble. Like it's just, you can't. Yeah. But pride is a it's a scary thing. So I hope I always have to you know make sure you always have to check yourself. Make sure you're not yes prideful in any way. Mm-hmm that's why you need like those like good friends yeah they'll like that, that they'll be real to you like they won't just be like a yes man or something i think know? for me the only the time i was thinking i'm just sitting here like have i ever think i've been prideful or anything but i will say i mean i played violin competitively um i actually kind of retired i didn't i i i didn't play it as much um senior year because i i'm not going into music so i had to make the decision to yeah focus on other things but I will say there was times like my junior year when I, st- or I guess it was sophomore year, I started taking from one of the professors at FSU for violin. And so I would do like competitions and stuff. And I was just like, when I'd win stuff, it can get to you a bit. And then I'd be like, oh, I don't need to practice as much. Like I won this, blah, blah, blah. So like, I think I'm good. But no, it, it playing an instrument will humble your, you. And I think for me, there's... I loved playing an instrument because you were never done learning. And I think that's kind of just in life. You're just never done. There's always new. Yeah. New things to learn about, new things to experience. And that's like playing an instrument. 
I don't think you're ever done learning. Like, truly, even the most famous violinists will say they still have to practice. They still are learning new techniques. There's just, it's just endless. So you have to look at life like that. Mm-hmm. And I just randomly thought of this, but, like, I've been thinking for a while how, like, there used to be this thing that I, like, dread. But looking back at it from future, in hindsight, it's just like, oh, I, those times were actually so fun. I actually miss it so much. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, I, and that's something I, I think about with violin. I knew I had to make the decision. I don't regret not playing now. I mean, I still play. I played in an orchestra and all that. But I don't. I used to practice, like, minimum of three hours a day. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, every single day. Never, ever a day off. And it did cause, like, a bit of, I don't even, it wasn't anxiety. It was just, like, I I, I think I I started to lose my passion from it because I just thought of it as this way of, oh, I got to go practice. I got to go do this, blah, blah, blah. But then when something is taken away from you, you realize how much you actually loved it. Like, I didn't realize how much I loved it until I stopped taking lessons. And I was like, wow, like, that's like a whole chunk of my life gone. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I think with going with that, kind of knowing that, I was like, all right, well, I'm never going to give it up. Because if I did, I know it would just, I, that's something I'd regret. So I'm taking it with me. I'll go find some yes. opportunities of some sort. Yeah, never take, like, all these these experiences, never take them for granted. Right. I feel like you could write them down in a book almost. Like, like to remind like, yourself, you're like, all right, this is what happened. Then. Journaling, yeah. Oh, so many people have told me that like journaling is such a good way to. Journaling it's just is just a good habit, right? It is a great habit. I have actually a few books full of full page, every single page, because I used to journal every day. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I kind of stopped during so beginning of senior year and most of junior year. I woke up at five a.m. <laughs> every day and i loved it i'd wake up i'd journal read my bible have tea i'd sometimes I'd even go on a walk like i had a whole two hours worth of this activities before i went to school by the end of senior year i woke up at seven fifteen. like no joke and wow. i believe i'd i would plan my outfit out the night before which i never used to do but because i had no time i actually had to do that leave it out on my bed like lay it out put it on like brush my teeth and hair and just go to school because i live like a minute away so i would just go to school it was like horrible no routine no anything i i don't recommend that but i do want to get back into journaling in college because especially the first year of anything like you learn so much and i feel like you have so many new experiences so honestly yeah pick up journaling i think i'm, I'm gonna get back into that myself it's reminded me. <laughs> I like that like attitude of like waking up early. It's great. Everyone else just like just started their day. They might be like a little like grouchy, right? Yeah. But you are like you've, you feel like you're conquering the world at that point. You're like calm and just yeah, full yeah. Of, and, and, and if I had tests or anything, I just like felt very awake and ready. So I was like never. I come to school just like like first few weeks of senior year. I was just like i wasn't even tired i i would go to bed pretty early so that's kind of something you'd have to yeah be able to do but i actually like studying in the morning i find my brain is awake a lot it's just i i kind of shut up at like 11 p.m can't think straight anymore so anything <laughs> studying after that it never helps me so i stopped i don't think there's one day i studied at like okay there was actually during stats when i got stressed out for that but other than that i would never study at night I mean, not at night, but past 11, because it just didn't benefit me. Yeah. I know. It's, like, scientifically a fact that, like, humans were, like, more productive in the mornings. Yeah. So. Yeah. I recommend it. And I always tell people, just try it. Because once you try it, you don't want to go back. But you don't know that unless you try it. So you yeah. got to try it. That's it's worth it. You should try it. Okay. I'll, I'll call okay. you at 5 a.m. First day of <laughs> junior year. I'll be like, all right, you awake? <laughs> 
Okay. That's soon. <laughs> when do you start school? 10th. This is... Wow. One, two, three... Okay. 11 days? Like, uh, yeah, like a little bit over a week. That's crazy. And this... It went so high so fast this summer. That is like... That does not seem right. I know. Like, that time flies sad. when you're having fun. It does. That is true. It and does. I'm always having fun. There so. you go. Yeah, you, yeah. you seem like you're having a good summer. Mm-hmm. Hey, Abby, I want to ask you... Uh, so, like, your friends, they can change throughout life, but one mm, thing you have oh, forever well. is family. So... Yes. Tell me a little bit about, like, your siblings, your brothers okay. and sisters. I actually love that. So, yeah, that is true. My friends, even throughout this one year, have changed drastically. I will say that my, my team um, love, love them. Honestly, like, best people ever. And I will stand by that statement because... So, I met my, like, cross-country team only this year. And I literally, like, they're, like, family to me. I mean, like, especially, no, yeah, we just became so close, and they just literally were always there for me. Like, if I was not doing well, they'd actually ask me, and I feel like for me, like, having a guy, like, ask, are you doing okay, like, usually guys never notice, so, like, it, I was like, they really, like, genuinely care. They are, like, family, and my actual family, so I have four siblings, I'm in the middle of five, so two older and younger. Um, and I am very fortunate to be very close with my family. Um, my parents, they, I, I know I wouldn't be where I am today without them because they, they definitely like, and they just helped all of my siblings and I be very, I think, driven people. So we have a lot of, I mean, we're just, I think we're conscious of our time because of how like my dad would be like, you know, are you using your time wisely and not like always, you know, it's important to have fun. But overall, having fun is using your time wisely if you're doing it all correctly. So if you're actually doing things productively part of the time, too. So I think that it really helped me um, understand, like, you know, how high school should be focused on school. I do think it should be school focused because if you want to get to where you want to be later in life, you got to do well in high school. Yeah. You really, I mean, not everyone, I get it. There's those stories. But overall, it's still important. So, um, yeah, my, my parents definitely have helped me a lot. And my siblings, I I love siblings because, you oh, like you said, you always have them. Yeah. Like, you might go through a million different friend groups, but your siblings, there will always be your siblings. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm really close with them. My Especially both my older siblings. My older brother, he's, like, literally my best friend. Quite literally tell him everything. I call him all the time. He's, like, the... I'll spend, like, hours on the phone because he doesn't live here. Um, I'll be on the phone with him for hours i always update him with my life and just he gives me such good advice always and the thing about siblings that i love and some friends but not all is they they'll tell you it like it is like they really are there for your best interest so they're not going to sugarcoat things because it helps you in the end and i love that about him because i know whatever comes out of his mouth is brutally honest always so i, I know he's not just saying it to make me feel good so but i think it works out because when you know they say something in it you're like, oh, wow. Then you know they meant it. So, love family. Family is so important. I think it's sad because I think a lot of people, a lot of people I know are not close with their family. Mm-hmm. Or, this what, probably my biggest pet peeve is the way people talk to their parents. Oh, yeah. I can't. I, and honestly, the majority of my friends, not the, mm, yeah, they're so rude. And I, then I'm like, I can't be around them when they talk to their parents like this because I don't want that ever to rub off on me. Like, being rude to your parents is it's not okay i i think it's so sad 
Like, if you, uh, it's just like the way that the disrespect, and it's like if it's a joke, that's one thing, but like, no, they mean it. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand that. Like, I was like, whenever I ever date someone, if they don't talk, if they're not nice to their parents, they don't, they're not respectful, that, that count me out. Like, Bigger that's, flag. oh, 100%. Like, our generation is like, like, I don't know, like, just something, it's just something like with us, I guess, in this like technology age, yeah. how like people just like, they like, take their parents for granted. Mm, but 100%. I have like friends who like they don't have like some of the parents in like mm, I know they probably, would, they would like do anything just to right. have just to have one and so. that's and I think it's people like that who and then they for instance they'll see other people and the way they treat their parents and it's like that's got to be heartbreaking for them they just want to have that relationship there and it's like the mm-hmm. way people just treat them and sometimes I'm like why don't the parents ever say anything like why did they let that happen I don't understand. But yeah. I cannot stand that. Like I and mm-hmm. and I understand some people have hard relationships with their parents. Like I I understand. I think we all have our moments where it's like things will happen. Or I mean, my parents are very hard on me. Like extremely hard on me. But I know that they have the best interest at heart for me. So as hard as it is sometimes, I know it's like for my good. But I I just don't understand how some people can act. I don't. I mm-hmm. that is something that is so like it just makes me so honestly like frustrated for them i'm like why they've done so much for you yeah you know like more than you like realize like Like, so much i mean like your parents go to work so you can live yeah because like what are you gonna do if they don't have a job how are you gonna live you're not gonna be in a house Mm -hmm. so like think about that you know yeah Mm -hmm. crazy like like they don't like have to do this for you but when they like but they well they love you and they choose to do this for you you know right and i do i will say even i don't think i thank my parents enough at all yeah. being completely honest like I, I think I'm a grateful person but I don't think I sit there and actually thank them or think about everything to the fullest extent of like what they've done and you know mm-hmm. I was just thinking the other day like my mom's like oh yeah we're getting all this stuff for your door and blah 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 like they're taking me up there they're they're buying everything for me like that's I'm fortunate to have parents who will literally just do that like a whole you know it's like technically I could be pay- I have a job I could go and pay for it myself, but like they love me and they don't want to make me do that, so they'll, they'll go and do that. So it's like stuff like that. You just have to sit there and be like, "Wow, I'm like thank you for doing that." You know, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Yeah. Are you and your siblings? Are you like near in age? Like- Actually, well, okay. So me and my older sister, she's I'll just say all their ages. I guess that'd okay. be probably easier. So she's twenty three. She just turned twenty three, so she's pretty young. Okay. And then I mean, she's young for med school. Mm-hmm. I think twenty three is probably. She, I mean, she was 22 when she started med school, so I don't know if that's usual. Okay. But anyways, my brother's... I was going to say 19. I'm going to be 19. He's 21. Okay. And then nice. I'm 18. And then my little brothers are 14 and 10. So, like, we're, pre- we're kind of spaced out. Wait, I might meet your little brother who's 14, because I'm only, like, 16 right now. So Yeah, like, like, if my parents don't move. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, my move. they might. They might. They kind of want to. My dad. So I've moved like so many times. My dad was in the Navy. Um, and they have a lot of friends and a lot of like community in Jacksonville because that's the first place he was stationed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're thinking of moving there, which would be sad because then I won't come here as much, but I will still but, yeah. come here. I have mm-hmm. my sister. She's at FSU for med school. So I'll still come and stay with her and see everyone. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if they'll stay here much longer, to be honest. After fifth grade, I had a big decision to make. If I wanted to go to Child's High School or if I wanted to go to Plant High School. Have you heard of Plant? 
no it's the best high school in tampa and it's like i i even Tampa's know, nice i even know a lot of friends who like go there now but like i always think about like wow what if i like chose plant like what would my life look like wow like that's so were your parents gonna move or yeah i mean my dad would still commute to tallahassee because he's a professor at fsu right but my mom works from home so she could have done this and like most of our income is from real estate in tampa so wow. that's why this like is your mom does she do real estate or no yeah she's see that's involved. that's the other thing i thought about doing like, i love real estate that that is great this that's great it seems hard to get money. into yeah you need that like initial i don't know you need to like start speaking being wise with money start saving up just, yeah just just don't be stupid yeah yeah no that's really cool actually yeah your life would definitely i mean i wouldn't no, be sitting here today uh, yeah so, so much happened from that decision what, yeah. what how did you get to deciding what you just you know obviously going to the trials how did you come to that decision um i think it was mainly so i don't know i was so young back then and like i didn't really like think about it too much i yeah. was just like oh well i don't want to leave my friends yeah so that was kind of it i will say at least Childs is like a good school and there's good opportunities and a lot of ap classes and a lot of things you can do yeah because i i would say i'm content like if i had to go to any other school i would not have for high school i know people oh, yeah. hate on Childs, and i get it like a lot of you know people there and whatever but like you're gonna find people like that everywhere so mm-hmm. you hate wherever you go if that's how you look at it but like opportunity wise i feel like they did a good job like i was pretty pretty sorry satisfied <gasps> stepping over your foot there. oh no <laughs> yeah that's crazy i didn't yeah. know that no yes. okay me and abby just had like a long unrecorded talk oh yeah but, but <laughs> can't, um, saying it can't say that on here yeah shh <laughs> but i don't know i just randomly thought so we were talking about like good habits and stuff yeah yeah do, what about what do you think of like meditation oh hmm Okay, well, I've never actually done it myself, so I can't say from experience. You should. Yeah. You were the one who told me to, actually, once. Oh, really? And I was going to. I forgot, to be completely honest. (laughs) But I think it's... I've heard it's really great. I think, like, finding out... Because... So, I don't know if it's... How... I'm not even sure exactly how it works, because I've tried... I can't sit still for very long. That's my problem. You have to... My brain. That's the problem. It's it's not, like, quite, like, literally sitting. It's like my brain is not shut. Are your, like, thoughts, like, flying around everywhere? Oh, my goodness, yes. Like, when I try to go to sleep, it's so bad. Okay, this will definitely help. Really? Is there ever a moment where you're, like, talking with someone, but you're, like, not present? Yes. Okay, this this is, like, perfect. (laughs) That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you have to, like, start smoke. Okay. You have to start... Just start really slow, like, one minute a day. Okay. To, like, everyone... Mm. and then you have to be consistent just do it every just like pick a time that will like that you know you'll like do every day so like maybe an that's my action. problem it's like when i first i think i tried once and i put like a 10 or 15 minute like meditation video on and that's like a long time like, for someone for someone just it. starting that, that yeah. you're not gonna like yeah, <laughs> it's not you're, gonna not, gonna, go you're not gonna keep doing that did not yeah okay yeah now that you say that i'm gonna i'm gonna try that okay. do you meditate a lot yeah i try so okay i tried i used to have like a streak of i do it daily like cold shower meditate and stuff like that oh but yeah then, the cold showers are good yeah that's is yeah good. i do that but of course some days you just like you just won't do it something right. like but then just make sure to like pick yourself back up yeah mm-hmm. okay no i'm gonna implement that because i'm trying to get some new good routines for college and i want to practice them now so that when i'm in college mm-hmm. it's like early and it's just comes second nature to me you know kind of like i wake up i do this so I think that is something I will add that in journaling, and, and one will be at nighttime. Although if it's at nighttime, you, like I won't journal at night because it's not going to happen if I do it then. 
And I know a lot of people do that because they're like, oh, well, you have to wait till your day's over. But like, hey, I can use my day beforehand because mm-hmm. doing stuff late at night, you know, you get tired and then you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to skip today. I need my sleep. But if you start with it in the morning, you've already done it. So, yeah, that's interesting. Nice. I'll do that. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Do- yes. Yes. I'll let you know yeah. how it goes. Okay. Yes. Um. So, yeah, summer's, you have like, how, many, how long before you leave, Abby? So I leave August 17th, which was a week or three weeks from last Wednesday. So like a little less than three weeks. Oh, okay. So you'll still be here like one week into my school Yeah, which year. I was thinking about that. Okay. And I kind of like see everyone. All yeah. my, you know, honestly, like I'm going to miss, this is going to sound weird, but not like in a weird way, but I'm going to miss like the people, the underclassmen yeah. under me more than I will anyone in my, well, not anyone, but most people in my grade. Because I genuinely like feel like we just... Like, you learn so much from people that are in grades above you just because of their experiences. Yeah. So, you just become close with them and, like, you talk about your experiences like that. And for me, when the class above me graduated, I was, like, genuine. I was so sad. I was so close with a lot of people. And I still am close with some of them, thankfully. And I've still learned stuff from them. And I talk to them about college and see them when they come back and stuff. So, I want to do that, too. I don't want to be those people who just, like, leaves and that's it. You never hear from me again. Like, I won't be that. So, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. first week of school, I'll, like, come say hi. Not, I can't go on campus, not a lot, but, like, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, you'll be back in your school grind. It'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. To hear uh, how it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Good one. Okay. Before I forget, <laughs> you have to tell, you have to tell, let us know, like, just tell us about your experience in, in England and how it was like. Just, oh, just yeah. tell me everything. Now, this, this is a topic I could be on for a long time. It's so different there. It feels like another world, to be honest. Being there and being here, like, I feel like I'm living two separate lives. Not, like, my personality, but just, like, the way everything is, how it works there. But I actually, so I used to wonder, like, maybe would I want to move back to England. However, I don't know if I'd ever live there full time because it's so different. And it's, like, you get used to one culture and then you go to another. And it's, you know, it's, like, not, I don't know, for people, have you left the country? Yes, I Okay, so times, like you yeah. know what it's it's anywhere you go, it's gonna be somewhat different. So for there, I mean, it it, it does. So he, everything here is like pretty big, very spaced out. It's just like even like the food we buy, so much the portions are so much bigger here. So it's a problem, honestly. But there, um, everything like you go walking distance to basically anywhere you need to go. It's very very. It feels like a community, really. Anywhere you are, it's like a little community, which I love. So like going between the two it's it's like you have to readjust to how things run here and also like people there are just constantly doing something new which i think is why i like to do things new and and i like to keep myself busy because here people sit around and do that thing for a long time but in england like that's not really the sort of way people live even my grandparents they they wake up when the sun rises and the sun rises in the summer they're at like 4 45 in the morning wow. so oh. they're up like 4 30 my grandfather would go downstairs make tea and bring it back up to my grandmother and they watch the sunrise and drink their tea every single day and i think that is like the most precious thing like i I want to do that when i'm older but yeah so when i'm there i get up early too i'll be up at the sun i i keep my blinds up in my room and the sun just rises in the room so by 5 a.m it's you know it's bright there and i love it so i'll go i during the summers i usually in there and um i i happen to not be this year because of different things i had i couldn't find the time to go but i'm going winter break but um Mm -hmm. i would wake up 
I'd go like you know if I sometimes my family would be there sometimes not or I have aunts and uncles it would depend on like who's around but I would just like chill in the morning and then like 6 a.m. I've already been awake for an hour and then I'd go in a run and the weather there's no humidity at all like it it's like night and day difference so I would go that's where I that's where I like fell in love with running actually it was just running around different places go to like the beach I mean I would be exploring and just run it was not even like oh I need to go run it was like I was so excited for my runs and so I'd go I'd run like six seven miles a day easy mm-hmm. Cause just because like I was like really enjoying myself um and so I just got into like this routine and then you know by like 9 a.m you've just done so much and then we would go explore and there's so much to explore there's so many castles so many Whoa. so much like history everywhere you don't even have to like travel far you know you just go in your car a few miles away and you're like some new place so it's pretty cool to have that sort of environment and then come back here because i so last summer i came back the day before school started came back i was pretty sad honestly i i get really homesick for there when i leave like it's like Mm -hmm. when i leave america i never like really care but when i leave england it's so sad so uh got back here um i had to go get my my off campus pass in my parking space at school I, I I was so jet lagged because I had just gotten back in. Um, that so you get in when you go there, you travel usually. You you travel at like night and you travel all the way through the night and you get there the next morning. On the way back, you leave in the afternoon. Is that right? Or maybe you leave in the morning and get there at night. I don't remember. So it's so I was like so tired, and then I started school and it was like it was like it happened so quickly and I was like senior year and it's just like it's all like a blur looking back. But I will say England, like, I mean, last summer was probably my favorite summer yet. It was just, it was, I went to, where else did I go? I went on a lot of trips. I also, I, I visited, so I kind of just visited all my family, mm-hmm. which is all over the place. So I was jumping place to place. But on the way to England, I actually went by myself because my family, my, so my actual family, not my relatives, they were, they had already left. So I was the only one left to go. And... <laughs> On the flight, there are these massive airplanes. It's like three seats, three seats, four in the middle, two story. And then there's like a bubble at top, which has like a few other seats. They're really cool planes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, um, the plane I went in, you know, this is sort of still COVID time. There was not that many people in it. And it's a massive plane. And so the lady's like, you can choose where you want to sit. So I'm like, all right. So I, I get this entire row, all four seats in the middle three seats on either side no one's there just me and i'm like all right well i'll just i'll just shift around wherever i want to sit and then someone else was like she just told anyone she was like everyone had been seated she was like all right you guys can all move if you want like anyone can sit wherever because there was no one in the plane it was so fun so this guy who (laughs) he looks okay he was a freshman in college so he must have been i guess he was like 19 he had just grabbed he could have been 19 or 20 so he had just finished his first year mm-hmm. he comes and sits on so i've got like all all these seats he comes and sits on the window seats so i'm in the middle four and he's oh. on the window and i'm like why do you have to do that like in my head i was like that's so annoying like why would he choose that there's like a whole empty plane right and so i'm just like in my head like i'm kind of annoyed because i just like that i had this whole section and so the flight takes off and he starts to talk to me and like i was like okay this guy's like attractive but like i'm it's a plane i'm never gonna see him again like this is pointless mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm like why is he talking to me so we anyways we start talking i learned so much about him his family he, he went to um what's it called 
UNC actually good good school. Oh yeah. Um, he's pretty long, so he smart guy. Um, I was yeah I was learning about his family. He, he's British, so he's going back to England to visit his family. Um, and I was like, oh wow, so you're going to school in America, this and that. Anyways, we become best buds, and <laughs> I so that night like he had gone to sleep, and my original plan was like, I don't really know what my plan was. But I just was like, all right, I don't have my whole row. I just got, like, two parts, which is not even a big deal, but to me it was. So, in the plane, I, like, made a bed (laughs) in the four middle seats. And I, like, I got, like, you know, they give you the little plane pillows. So, I, like, stacked them all, put them all down on the seats, put up the seat, like, (laughs) armrest, put a blanket down. It was, like, a whole thing. And when I woke up in the morning, we were, like, I mean, I slept so well. Like, that was some good sleep. So, I slept in. In the morning, it's, like, now 10 a.m. in England, and, you know, we have, like, 10 minutes left in the flight. So, he, like, woke me up. He was, like, because the lady had already made the announcement that we were landing soon, but I, like, slept through it. Anyways, he woke me up, and he was, like, all right, we're landing soon. He's, like, but I have to ask you a question, because we, like, talked a lot at this point. He's, like, I was going to ask you for your Snapchat, but, like, everyone does that these days. So, he's, like, can I have your number? And so, like, here's this random guy I met on this random flight going across the sea, and I was, like, I, like... I didn't really want to give it, even though, like, I actually have a picture on my Snapchat of him, because I was like, he really reminded me of, um, who did I say he reminded me of? Sean Mendez. Like, he genuinely looked like him. And, like, everyone can picture, he's like, that's a good looking guy, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I was just like, this is so weird. Anyways, I let him buy my number, because I, I, I felt like he was a nice guy, and I feel like after all that, I didn't want to just say no in front of him. And he helped me get through customs when we got there, so, like, he helped me out a lot. But, he asked me to hang out when I was in England, and I was like, I'm with my family a lot right now. And then I, we ended up like, of course this had to happen. We were like a town away from each other. So I was like, I'm bound to like bump into him. Um, that never happened actually, but it was, it's just like stuff like that. It's just like, it would never happen here in America, but it's just like, I don't know. I just had the funniest experiences (laughs) when I'm going there. That's like a long story, but (laughs) that is one of my favorite stories to tell. It's so funny. Like to me that that actually happened. But yeah, he, he texted me like a month ago and asked me how I was doing. So I was like, I have him on Snapchat now, but I I usually don't Snapchat him. So funny though. Such an interesting story. But yeah, I guess like, I don't know, meeting, just like talking to strangers, I guess. I I love talking to strangers. I mean, I know they say don't do that, but like the right people, you can learn a lot, a lot of wisdom from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like old people, I guess. No, actually, yeah. I, I used to have this uh, story on my Snapchat and I called it Words of Wisdom. And I would oh, go yeah. and talk to, not like on purpose, but I used to, I don't even know how it would happen. But last summer, I just always had like random people talking to me. And so I would like be like, oh, can I just like video what, what you're saying? And so they would be like, sure. And like, I wonder if I can find one. I don't know. But there was this <laughs> one guy named George. I have it on my Snapchat. And he was, I was at the car wash, I was back in my car, and he was just, he came up to me, oh, he had asked me, like, I guess the vacuum he had didn't work, so he had asked me for mine when I was done. And then we started talking, and he was telling me about a book, and then I was like, oh, do you have any wisdom? And he just was like, I don't even, it's so sad, I don't remember what the wisdom was, oh, but I have yeah. it on there, and I was just like, it's so cool to talk to older people, they always share so much with you, so I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, did you say, like, he, like, wrote a book? No. Oh, he, never mind. No, he, he, <laughs> I wish he wrote a book. I would have gotten a signature on, like, a random thing. No, oh. he was telling me about a book. Because oh, they always okay. recommend great books, too. Like, yeah. I think, I don't know if older people just read more than us. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. But they know a lot, a lot about 
everything and i think that's like why i want to always learn more wisdom because i, I want to wisdom is it's so great like you, you there's just you never can stop learning like there's so much to learn so i think <laughs> the more you learn the better off you'll be like it's just kind of common knowledge there but yeah yeah like yeah like i'm never gonna stop learning like throughout the whole it's life just, it's just it's just yeah you constantly like, you do learn something new every day like us just sitting here and talking like i'm learning stuff you know so it's like yeah. it's really cool yeah, like, yeah, I've learned so much from you. Really? And, like, I'm sure a lot of people will be, I've learned a lot. And they'll, I appreciate that. they'll be inspired. We can, we can change. Maybe we'll start, like, a co- we can change. podcast. Seeing as mine didn't take off, for those who know me, they know. <laughs> I wanted to start in the summer. However, Tim's got this cool, fancy equipment that I don't have. And I don't want it to sound, like, stupid. <laughs> I was like, no, this little, you know, like, if the quality of the podcast isn't good, you don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, there's a really good podcast called diary of a ceo great podcast i recommend that it's about so it's about this guy who is a ceo but he also brings on guests who have become ceos and most of them like had a very rough upbringing and it's like their story and how they got there and how they worked hard but podcasts are great because you can do stuff and be learning at the same time multitasking Mm -hmm. i you know sometimes i just need to take a walk and i'll listen to a podcast and i come back inspired so yeah you can always learn so much so many ways to learn yeah i like i think like a lot of people they like spend so much time listening to music like hours and yes. hours and hours but like you could have listened to like a podcast right right and that's like there's a balance that's where like balance comes in because music that's great that you listen to it but like just imagine if some of those hours you spent you listened to podcasts where they were like you just learned you, yeah you, you could have like learned so much you, you know? could learn so much podcasts are really underrated for our age considering yeah. we use our phones so much i don't know why people don't think about using them that much yeah like, you don't mm-hmm. always have to read a book. If you really hate reading that much, you can listen to a podcast. I mean, reading is good, though, because um, it actually helps with studying and just the way that the more you read, the faster of a reader you become. And so when you're reading stuff, you know, in college and stuff, it's going to be easier to just grasp information faster. Mm-hmm. But learning through podcasts will also teach you a lot. So either way. Yeah. I guess, like, audiobooks would be good, too. Yeah. And, but, and oh, these, yeah, audiobooks good. These are just good stuff to do, you know? Yeah. Instead of just, like, spending so much time watching TV. Or, uh, stuff. what's it called? T- like, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, yeah. I remember, guess. like, I was, like, one time I was just scrolling on there for, like, 30 minutes. And I was, then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I just wait. <laughs> I just never getting those and back. And the thing is, the time, you don't, it's, like, irrelevant when you're, when you're doing it. You don't even realize, like, how much. Because they're, like, little clips. And they're just new. And everyone's, like, a new topic. And so your brain is just constantly, like, changing. Which is, I kind of think it's problem i think that's why our attention spans like adhd i get it's like diagnosed a lot and whatever mm-hmm. i bet if i went to the doctor i bet you they diagnosed me with it mm-hmm. i really do think so oh, okay. but i don't think that you need that many i i don't think it's that hard to become diagnosed with it from my research and i was talking to my mom about it and people get put on this medication and then they get used to it and then the medication the doses they get i mean i have uh my mom she was talking about one of her friends sons and then they just put them on higher dosage of it. But I do feel like stuff like TikTok is a major cause for all these things. Like, our brains are getting used to, like, 30 seconds of one thing. All right, time to swap. Time to... I need a new topic. Yeah. Like, even watching YouTube now, for some people, I can even say for myself, sometimes it's, like, not that... It's kind of boring. Yes. Because you're used yeah. to this new platform of everything changing and always something new for your brain to focus on. So then you don't even want to sit there and watch a video that's talking about the same thing for 10 minutes because mm-hmm. you're used to these one minute or 30 second clips. Yeah. It's a big problem. Like 
yeah i've heard like how what's it called it's like so the people that develop tiktok they're like all in silicon valley they're like these like extremely smart nerds and they like they've done like so many experiments to figure out like what is the best way to keep your attention span on our app so we get more money so you're like you're like fighting a battle against like all these like extremely smart people who are literally trying to keep you on their app yeah and they're doing a good job but i think it's like sad i do wish i mean i don't spend a lot of time anymore but i think it's already done a ton of damage on my brain like i think my attention span has been cut in half (laughs) in the past like two years i'd say honestly like covid kind of although covid time that like a lot of good came out of it for me just like the time i had off to think about things and just like work out myself but i will say i also spent a lot of time like on social media i think a lot of people did because there wasn't a ton to do yeah. at first but i will say i think that's like when i started using it more because i didn't really care about it that much before but yeah it's definitely social media can be i think it can be a big issue for our generation it can mm-hmm. help us but also can hurt us you know you have to use it wisely yeah that's that's true mm-hmm. yeah if you use it the right way you can like influence so many people yeah yeah so yeah. So it just depends on how you're going to use it, what you're going to do, your decision at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, guys. So one thing uh, that like a good experience I had with Abby was um, I attended her po- her Passover Seder. <laughs> yes. My Passover yeah. Seder party. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a... Wow. That was quite an experience because I was honestly... I did not know how that was going to go because there was... So there was 51 high school students, not including me. And then my parents and my, like, some of my family. That was it. Like, it was, like, the craziest, you know, random event that I had to organize. And I was honestly, like, shocked people actually came. Because I was like, this is a religious event. Like, you know, Passover. So, it's one of the Jewish feasts. And it's 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 one of the longer ones. So, I was like, I'm not sure if people are going to have, like, the patience to sit here. Because this is something I didn't think anyone I invited had really been through. And a lot of people, a lot of my friends, like... They didn't go to church, so they don't really know what it's like to sit through something. Mm-hmm. But everyone came, and it was, like, honestly, like, a crazy experience, but very fun. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm really glad I did it, because I have, like, that memory to look back on. And, like, I got to share a bit about my background and my, like, upbringing and faith with people who have never heard about it. So I think it was really cool. And it meant it meant so much to me, honestly, that the people that came, like, came. I was, like... I don't know just like having them there and having them actually come and support and want to learn about my religion and stuff I was like that's pretty cool so it was it was a great experience a lot of I think some people like there were parts people were like I don't know about this or like at first it was so quiet like I remember before we started I was like uh oh like I'm going around (laughs) greeting everyone I wanted everyone to like because not everyone knew everyone Mm because I had invited a lot of my different friend groups like all at once and so I was like I don't know how this is going to go or like what they're gonna think of it my parents didn't even know like majority of the people there too so it yeah. was like the most random Ooh. event but it went so well and i think everyone like had a lot of fun too at the end i think people are like okay this is something i could like like understand a bit more about and it actually made me want to have a hanukkah party when i come back <gasps> so i'm organizing oh, yeah. that it probably might be the same place and i thought i was gonna go to the guest list and just invite everyone again that came mm-hmm. we might have a few different members if like there's people who heard about that some people a lot of people came to me and were like oh why wasn't i invited and i was like i'm so sorry i couldn't like get any oh, there was no more space like we were oh, really? maxed oh wow. well i mean we had more chairs which would have been an issue but hanukkah which is in december it's um the feast of lights which is so it's like you have a menorah you light it 
it, there's no like like we went through Haggadah for um, Passover you know like we sat down and went through the book and it was like pretty long Hanukkah mm-hmm. is literally just like a party like you light the candles you say the prayer in um, Hebrew and then you like just have like food and have fun like and you play dreidel which is like a really fun oh, game oh yeah yeah so it's, Hanukkah yeah. would be a lot more like just like it's not really like a sit down go through this it's more like a party which would be really fun to like reunite everyone so i'm mm-hmm. gonna plan on doing that but i think it's sharing so like i would say freshman and sophomore year i didn't even talk about the fact that i was jewish with anyone i don't know why like i wasn't like i was ashamed but i just didn't ever want to bring it up like i didn't know what people would think of me for it i don't know why but i used to care a lot mm-hmm. about like the way people thought of me and then once i stopped thinking that way and just was like I don't know. I just didn't really have that sort of weight on me. I was like, well, it's a part of me and it's like really important to me. So why wouldn't I share or tell people that I'm Jewish? Why? Like, why would I hide that? Like, what's the point? And so Mm -hmm. I started to like be pretty open about my faith in class. We would even have discussions sometimes um, when we weren't doing stuff where we had a substitute or something. And I think like being open like that, it's like people actually like respect you more and like look up to you more for just like, literally being yourself and being willing to talk about things that maybe other people might judge you for but like if they do well okay at the end of the day i'm not telling them to believe it i'm just saying how i feel so i don't think there's anything wrong with that so um yeah once i started talking about it people really actually wanted to know more about it and so like all right i guess i'll do this and i did a hanukkah party actually last year but it was my cross-country team and that was fun it was really fun but i want to do a bigger one this year go all out so yeah yeah You'll be invited, don't I'm, worry. I'm excited. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> no, you oh, you mm. the invite, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point about, like, people caring. I feel like I definitely, I care way more than about how other people think of me than I should. It's just, like, I don't know why, but no, I, like, I definitely shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, so I understand because I, I used to care, like, when I say I cared a lot, I mean, like, I cared so much. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I don't know. And I don't know really what i could say to make people not have that sort of feeling but my brother used to tell me like what does it matter you know because it's not i think you should care what people are thinking if you're like doing something ridiculous or like something yeah. where it's like why would you do that like you want, respect, right, you want respect right you want respect and you want your self-image to be respected mm-hmm. um but if you know that you're you're living like how you should and you feel pretty good about like the way you're going about things and you're there for people and all that sort of stuff i don't think you just have to kind of have the focus less on whether they think because at the end of the day like everyone goes through their own battles and stuff so everyone has stuff going on in their own life and like you said earlier usually people the way they judge you usually has something to do with their own problems Mm -hmm. and so i think once i realized that and i realized that's something maybe i did towards other people i stopped judging people like that i really try never ever like if someone says oh do you like this person or something i'm like well i don't know them well enough to say if i do or don't like i'm not gonna sit here and be like agree with you i mean a lot of my friends like they'll talk about someone and say we're in a group and everyone's like yeah sure like i agree with you because i know you but i'm like just because i know you and i think you're a great person you might have had an experience with someone but i'm not gonna feel the same way about them just because you said that like that's where a lot of i think the judgment comes in is the way people perceive other people because they heard something about them through someone else and i think once you stop looking at it like that you stop associating yourself with people that way you stop talking bad behind people's back mm-hmm. it makes you just realize that if that's what people are doing with you well 
that's just the, that's just on them and they shouldn't be doing that like it's not really your problem so when you stop realizing when you start to realize like it's not something you're doing but the way that they're deciding to live their lives judging you and just decide that it like you're just not gonna dwell on that then it's a lot easier just to live your life and it's a lot i don't know you just a lot less problems that way around so yeah it's definitely worth thinking about and just trying to find a way to i think once you also like have high respect for yourself and realize um your worth self-worth is really important and knowing like where you are in life and stuff and realizing like how much you've accomplished is important because it helps you view yourself in a higher standard so that really definitely helps with how you feel about other people looking at you too mm-hmm. yeah that's right if you guys are still listening um yeah if you're still here. i love you like <laughs> oh yeah you, you must have learned so much and i really hope that you like actually implement all this stuff this might need to be like a part one and two maybe maybe I don't know. but I, this we'll is see. this is life-changing advice oh you know? well thank you i like, mean just life. from anything i've learned mm-hmm. you know yeah. from, honestly you learn a lot from like you guys are listening to me which is so stupid to me i'm like i feel like i i don't deserve to sit here and talk to people which i know it's like this people are like all right you're making a big deal about this but like really it's like everyone's life stories in someone might they might not even be older than you but just you can learn so much from just listening to people yeah which i think listening is like it's really important listening to your parents stories listening to your your grandparents my grandparents have some pretty amazing stories it's just like you can be just like inspired by just different things that or how they perceive life and stuff so i think it's great listening Mm -hmm. is powerful yeah like i admire like like your relationship with like of your siblings and stuff because i'm too far apart from my sisters mm, how, how far apart are you i'm 16 one's uh, 24 others 26 so i grew up like an only child basically okay, yeah so yeah i guess i just got influenced a lot by like i don't know my friends and parents I and see so, yeah so, yeah and that's the beautiful thing about like everyone has their own way of their story and their own way things happen and that's like i feel like god has like a different plan for everyone based off of that because he know like he knows what you've been through and stuff and he knows mm-hmm. what things have made you stronger what things you've had to work through and so like his plan on your life he has like different people that will impact you which is kind of interesting so everyone has their own kind of story which makes makes it really interesting to talk to people because they're yeah. all so different yeah I, like sometimes i like go through like phases where like i don't like i'm just i feel like farther away from god and yeah stuff. but like I don't know. I always come back to him, you know. And so. I, yeah, that no, that's something I've struggled with many times. Um, it was only recently that I realized it's okay for that to happen. Like, not that it should, but it's it's part of life. And mm-hmm. I will say that when that happens, like I've always learned something that made me in the end come closer to him than I was before. Mm-hmm. So there's been times, or something will happen. I'm like, why would that? Like, why would he let that happen? But you learn things, and it's usually not until afterwards that you realize why or it makes sense to you, which is why I've learned to just trust him until I get to that point where I'm like, okay, so this makes sense now. Because it always ends up making sense at some point. Yeah. But you don't know when that point is going to come to you, which is why it's like you just have to trust him until you get to that point. Because he, you always will originally, uh, eventually figure out what it meant. And it's hard. It is so mm-hmm. hard. There are so many things that happen, and it's like, why would that happen? Or situations where i mean i've had people be like tell me what i believe it is like wrong or or i've had people 
I've had friends be like, that's so stupid. You're wasting your life believing in that. And then you know what? I was, I, at the end of the day, if, if God weren't real, the only thing that I wouldn't have wasted anything because I still would have lived a great life with good morals. But if he is real, I know that I'm going to heaven. Like, I don't think people talk about hell enough, but hell's a real place. And I am not scared to talk. I will talk about it with anyone. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we would be judgmental by thinking I'm going to hell. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm basing it off of the rules from the book of the Bible. Mm-hmm. The, that's how we're here, you know, yeah. through Jesus. So, yeah, you can think that. But if you don't want to be friends, because that's what I think, I can't help that. I'll still mm-hmm. be friends with you. I'm not telling you to believe in what I believe, but I'm telling you I believe it for a reason. And I don't want to mm-hmm. end up in hell. Like, if, if mm-hmm. people think about, I don't think people our age think about it enough, but that's that's where you're gonna spend your in- eternity 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 it's, is forever let's to think think about that and think about the amount of pain people are in there and i have family members who are there because only my um immediate family on my dad's side so like my actual family is saved the rest of his relatives none of them are saved <laughs> and people have died of my you know my uh people i'm very close with and so i think it's important to be honest about this stuff because like mm-hmm. at least you know you're trying your best to just show people what you believe not telling them to believe it but giving them the chance to know what what it means to believe it so yeah i will say i will i will say that to anyone like i'm pretty open pretty brutally honest because like i'd rather do that and tell a friend who never got told by their parents or anything so they had the opportunity to like come to me for questions than not tell them because i was like oh i don't want them to like think of me in a certain way or think oh she's christian i don't care if that's how you think of me then and you want to be I'll like rude about right. it right then that's on you yeah yeah like i don't even know true. some people listening might be thinking that because uh, not yeah but that's just how i feel turning 16 i was like talking to one of my friends jonah and we were uh-huh. just like i was like wow like i'm 16 already and like an average person lucky live to 80 or something or right? yeah like life is compared to eternity life is so short it's and you're so the, short and you have the probability of just like accidentally dying at yeah. any time right so you need to like make sure you're saved as soon as possible. That is such a so, that's so much that's so wise to think at your age too. Yeah, because a lot of people don't. That's why like that's why like we're called on like you know in the Bible like to like spread the gospel. Right. Because it's you want to save as much as exactly. possible. Exactly, and so. that's why I feel like it's always on my heart too. Anytime someone asks me about it, even like James, I don't know if he'll listen to this, but he mm-hmm. asked me once. He's like, "So you believe people are gonna rot in eternity?" in hell for eternity he asked me that once he's like if, if if they're not christians and i was like i mean i'm not gonna come up to someone and yell that bluntly to them but if you want to put it like that yes i do mm-hmm. like and he was like well I, I appreciate you like actually saying that's what you believe because i guess a lot of people don't want to like they want to sugarcoat it yeah but like you can't I'm not gonna go up to someone and be like say that but if you're gonna have a conversation to ask me a question well yes that is Mm-hmm. I can't. It's not point. what I want for anyone mm-hmm. I know. Like I really don't. But I, I'm not the one who makes the rules. Yeah, I can't help that. Like, um, it's called. I have like some of my Christian friends. They've brought up like really good arguments in favor of the Bible. Mm. Like, so if if so, the people closest to Jesus, they they will know for sure it's real. They would know, right? Because right, they're so right, close to him, right. like his disciples. But if it was all a lie, they wouldn't die for it. Like like that is yeah like yeah like i could say your shirt's purple she's abby's wearing a blue shirt i could yeah, say yeah. it's purple just as but i wouldn't die for that lie right but all the disciples were like they died for jesus right because they were all that's like, a good point. they died horrible deaths because and but they still accepted it because they knew they'd be like 
in heaven. And yeah, and it's like exactly, and it's like, it's like people might say, "Well, you grew up in a Christian household, so that's why you're Christian." But it's like, no, because I think if you just grow up listening to something, it doesn't make you feel it's true. I mean, okay, it does to an extent, but you don't. If you really like, if I really didn't think it was true, I wouldn't believe it. Like I believe in it, not because, because yeah, there are times where it's hard, and like I make, I have to say no to things because I I'm just like I can't do that because that that's not representing who I am as a person but I believe so strongly what I believe that all those things it's worth it's worth it you know like all the sacrifices mm-hmm. you have to make it's worth it and it's like some people might be like oh well you're playing it safe well if you want to say it like that maybe but what do I have to lose by doing that mm-hmm. like even I think like um Things people do are at our age. Even if I wasn't a Christian, certain things I wouldn't even want to do, because once you have that viewpoint of how you stand with it, it makes you realize like either way, it's just so like it's just so sad. People normalize so much, and so either way, I, I'm glad like I stand where I stand, even mm-hmm. if I wasn't a Christian. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Like some people who like challenge like the Christian beliefs, they'll they might like say like about like the Bible, but like think about it, the Bible's like so beautifully written and long and like from so long ago, like like it, ha- it just has to be real, I think. Right, like, and I think that they could say that people make the argument about other religions and stuff, but people don't look into the history a, a lot. There's actually a lot of documentaries that I have in my house of historical evidence of different things that happened and like there's this one about um noah's ark Mm -hmm. it is actually pretty amazing because they so the people that actually went and discovered the ark um one of the guys he was actually an atheist really didn't believe in god he's like all right i'm gonna use this to prove that the bible isn't true and stuff he became a christian through that discovery and it's all about him we went do we need a pause yeah (laughs) I hope you can like change the sound and make make me quieter. I just realized I've been like yelling <laughs> in my in my head. Like I forgot the microphone is is picking up on everything. I could have been a lot quieter. So I don't know. That's that's. Anyways, <laughs> back on topic. Um, but yeah, so he came. He became a Christian through his discovery, and the whole um, the whole documentary is kind of it's about the discovery itself, and it's about all the evidence and how it relates to the Bible in the time of Noah's Ark and the flood and all that sort of stuff. And that was one of the most eye-opening things. I mean, I was already a Christian when I watched that. But I was like, this is such solidifying evidence right here. And it's actually something that I think for people who do have questions about if the Bible is real, if the evidence is real, that's something I would just give them. My dad has, like, copies. Because we've had situations where people will ask and he'll give them that. Or, like, my brother gave one to someone, like... It's, it's pretty interesting too to watch so that's definitely a great mm-hmm. great resource yeah like um i don't know like my church has recommended some movies about like a girl who's like super atheist mm. but then they like i don't know they had like some like life-changing moment and they became like very christian and ended up like being a martyr like t- wow. being tortured for christ wow and stuff how they ended yeah. up willing to like it's, it's really crazy stuff. that yeah. is crazy wow yeah but, um, wow, covered a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Abby, for coming on this thank podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm actually, I was very honored. I've actually been very excited for this moment. Yeah, we've we talked about this for a long time. We've talked about this for like <laughs> probably maybe almost six months. About six months. Yeah. Like 
this was going to happen a lot earlier but then like i kind of just like <laughs> I, I built that build on that beat. it's okay i was <laughs> at track actually when yeah. you when you had asked me to go on it and i was going to go afterwards and i was like oh okay guess not today yeah, yeah so. <laughs> it's okay it wasn't meant to be then i learned a lot since then i actually feel like oh it's better now see right yeah, yeah I, everything i do believe everything happens for a reason in the end yeah but yes that's true yeah like even and then people think that that's like to an extent it's kind of i don't know ridiculous but like i don't mean like everything like oh you drop something oh that happened for a reason but like you still have free will right yeah yeah exactly so but thank you for having me that was i learned a lot from you too so thank you it was definitely definitely a good (laughs) two and a half well this isn't as long but great way to start the day right great way to start the day Mm -hmm. and uh so how about one last quote to end the podcast and you can take your time okay i'm gonna need a i'm gonna need a moment okay i'll give you a moment so abby so if there was uh, like okay you know that expression tldr too long didn't read oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right so i guess if someone skipped if someone <laughs> skipped to the end like okay. this sums up this entire like i don't know how long it is but this is abby sponsored quote okay. and it's what she it's what you live your life by so yes i actually wrote my college essay based off this quote oh nice um yeah so i've had this quote I've, I don't even know where I found it. I have no clue who said it because it's been that long. But uh, I used to have it on my lock screen, actually, because I would open my phone and look at that quote. But it is, don't challenge, don't limit your challenges, but challenge your limits. Is that a premiere? Is it? I, I, maybe. Okay. I don't see it there. Is oh, it a oh, premiere? I feel like that might be like, you know, there's like a lot of big posters of quotes. Yeah. I'm gonna go look, but okay, I've known that but, quote for, like I, I don't even know years and years and years. But for me, it's kind of um, it's very it it just like it was very eye opening whenever I found out about it because I think a lot of the time we put these in our heads, we put these limited limits on things that we can do, and we're like, all right, well, I, I don't think I could do past this amount and whatever. You got to have the confidence to challenge those limits because honestly like you're so much more capable of things than you realize mm-hmm. I, and to wrap it up um to go along with that there was this analogy that was talking about an elephant going that's tied to a post as a baby and it has like a string a rope and it can go around this post and the, as you know as a baby it tries to tug on it but it's not strong enough and it does this every single day of its life until it becomes an adult and this elephant is now an adult with a rope tied around it tied to a post that elephant could easily break that rope and just run away, but it's been so used to these limits of it not being able to break free from the post that it doesn't even try. And it's like you can't do that with your life. You just you gotta you gotta break the rope and know that you're capable of a lot more than you realize. Yeah, like it's kind of like a form of placebo. Like if you believe that mm-hmm. you can do it, I guarantee you can do it. Exactly. So don't don't be negative. But don't yeah. be negative. Always That's be great. positive. That's another one. Okay. Well, um. Thank you guys for listening yes, and, <laughs> and peace out guys. <laughs> Bye.